Hey there, I'm Dana, a registered dietitian and registered dietitian exam tutor. And this is my podcast where we go over all of the questions that have been posted to my Facebook page, Registered Dietitian Exam Study Group with Dana over the past week. And we not only chat about the answers, but why are they the answers as well as answer any questions that students have posted on the page throughout the week. This is a weekly podcast, so be sure to tune in each week for new questions. And of course, I would love to see any of you guys at the live version of this on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So first off, we have a question that you guys have definitely seen before. I post it on the page all the time because I know you guys hate break even and even worse, you hate break even with algebra. Um, This question is also covered in lesson E of my situational question class. So here we go. We have clear flour wants to enter the gluten-free bread market. The fixed cost of manufacturing this product is going to be $20,000. The variable cost is going to be $0.60. And then we say we're expecting to sell 8,000 loaves of bread. What is the break-even price of gluten-free bread? And the number one thing people do wrong here is label things incorrectly. You know this is the break-even. And when you're doing break-even, you always want to kind of pause because there's two equations that you can see for break-even. So important to pause and go, well, which one is it? So the first one is break-even in units sold. So in break-even in units sold, I'm saying I want to sell X amount of something at this price to break-even. In break-even in sales volume, you're saying I need to sell X amount of dollars of something to break-even. So first you want to kind of look at, well, what am I talking about Um, to kind of distinguish? The other thing you can look at too is what are kind of the size of the different variables? So fixed cost is always going to be a large, but if variable costs in selling price are small, that's another hint that it's in units sold because those are per unit. So this one, when I look at it, again, I know it's break even because it said break even, and I go back in and I label it. Okay, the fixed cost of manufacturing this product is $20,000. So we know in both break even equations, The selling price, I mean, not the selling price, the variable cost, the fixed cost, ooh, the fixed cost is always on the top. So no matter what, we're going to be putting $20,000 on the top of our equation here. And then our question is, well, variable cost, is it kind of a similar size to fixed cost or is it little? Because remember, we said if it's little, it's going to be Um, helpful. It's going to be pointing us in the direction that it's in units sold. So this one's little. It says variable cost 60 cents. Okay, perfect. So I already want to be kind of putting in my hat that we're going into break even in units sold. So I have my fixed cost. So I'm going to have my equation is fixed cost over selling price minus variable cost. So I, okay, perfect. Let me plug it in. 20,000 is variable cost, 60 cents is going to be my fixed cost, and then I need just my selling price, and I'm going to be good to go. I don't see it, right? The other one I have is 8,000 loaves of bread. That's not selling price. So what we want to be thinking of this is that my 8,000 is how many units of bread I need to sell. So when I think about my equation, it's break even in number of units sold 
That's my 8,000. That's going to be 8,000 equals 20,000 over X. I don't have my selling price minus the 60 cents. So this one, I was mean to you guys on the Facebook page and I didn't put any, um, any answer options. But with this one, what you would want to be doing is you do your algebra to solve for X, which you should be getting $3 in 10, in 10 cents. And if you did have, if you did have your equation, um, your answer bank there, you could also plug in for X and solve. But again, the number one mistake I see people here make is they just assume that they should just plug in, you know, that X, that other number, that 8,000, just into the equation and see if it fits. So when you get to break even, again, the first thing, you need to recognize that it's break even. Second is figure out which one is it, thinking of those tips. The third is you need to label what you have and plug in what you have. And remember that a lot of times they'll do something like this with the algebra, where if you're not on your toes, they're going to they're gonna get you. Okay, next question we have is from a student who is doing my vitamins and minerals class and was doing the practice question portion of that and had a question off of that. And remember that a lot of the classes, the topic classes, they do also have a whole practice question course in it. Usually they're between 60 to 90 minutes practice question class in addition to the topic in um, those recorded classes. But if you're looking for a bundle that is only the topic practice questions, maybe you're like, okay, I know about those topics, but how can we see it applied? Definitely check out my new practice question course. It's a bundle of 18 of the topic specific practice question courses. And so within that course too will be the vitamin and mineral practice question class too. So this question is number 11 in that class. It is how can you preserve thiamine when cooking pork? And answer options are using the drippings after the fat has been removed, uh, insert a meat thermometer to cook at 145 in an oven at, that's at 325, C, increase the cooking temperature to lessen the cooking time, or D, use a small quantity of water during cooking. And this student was confused and they said, I don't cook pork, so is this something I'm not sure on? Um, I think that the logic I was going with was to pick moist cooking, so they put D would be best, but I'm not sure. And this is a perfect example of a question where sometimes it gets tricky because you're like, oh my goodness, like I don't cook this food or I don't know about this food. It's definitely tricky. But what you want to kind of pause and say, okay, well, what is the question asking? The question is saying, how can we reduce the amount of thyme and losses during cooking? So you want to back out and kind of think, well, what do I know about thiamine? Well, we know thiamine is a water-soluble B vitamin, so it's going to be destroyed a little bit. Always our vitamins are destroyed a little bit, but it's going to be destroyed with heat, um, but also any water losses, so cooking in water is going to leach it out. So I'm going to kind of look through these again with that in mind. So a, using the drippings after the fat has been removed. Well, that would be more true if we're trying to preserve fat-soluble vitamins, so that's out. B is saying inserting a cooking thermometer, cook it to 145, which is the cooking temperature for pork, at an oven temperature of 325. Well, 
that one's really saying like, don't overcook it, kind of cook it to exactly what you need. C, increasing the cooking temperature to lessen the cooking time. But we know higher cooking temperatures, right, is going to be more likely to destroy more vitamins. So that really doesn't work out either. Um, and then we have D, add a small quantity of water during the cooking. Well, we just said that w the concern with water is that it's going to it's going to leach it out. So we don't want to be doing we don't want to be doing that either. Um, we don't want to be doing that either. Do. Um, then we had another question. Vitamins and minerals were definitely on the brain for you guys this week about, you know, kind of what are some examples of, you know, vitamins and minerals that kind of like mask each other. So definitely ones you want to be thinking about are folate, folate or folic acid and B12, right? We know with macrocytic anemia, it could be either of them. So if we're concerned for macrocytic anemia, we would want to check both because we don't want to over-supplement the wrong one and then, you know, kind of not notice we have a deficiency in the other. Um, copper and zinc are another one. They use the same transporter. So if you're over-supplementing one, it can definitely block the other one. Um, calcium and iron is, an, is going to be another one as well because if you're having, and a lot of time they phrase this as like the child is having too much milk, it's going to be blocking calcium. Um, sorry, the calcium in the milk is going to be blocking the iron absorption too. And so those are kind of the main ones they think about too. And it's important too when you are um, studying, you want to pair things together, right? If you don't think about how things are working kind of outside of kind of like isolated events, like just reading your vitamins and mineral chart, or just, you know, or kind of just reading like one aspect of something, you're not really going to be able to do a good job at, you know, kind of moving within that topic, answering, um, answering different questions about it too. So you want to make sure you can move, you're able to kind of move in the topic. Okay, next question we have, in cystic fibrosis, it primarily impacts the transport of which ion? And so the answers we have are sodium, fat-soluble vitamins, chloride, or thiamine. And usually right away people are like sodium because the diet is high sodium. But what you want to remember here is it the main issue with cystic fibrosis is going to be the fact that you're having poor transport with those chloride ions. So that's going to be what's really disruptive. And definitely listen to episode 124 because it has a cystic fibrosis dietitian kind of explaining everything. Thanks for tuning in for this week's practice question review. Don't forget that we are doing these live on my Facebook page, Registered Dietitian Exam Tutoring with Dana R.D., every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and I would love to have you join live. You can also head to my website, danajfnutrition.com, to find out about the latest classes as well as study tips and services. Thanks for tuning in.